Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. I have seen my guest, Bill Johnson, stand in front of a group of people, and I have seen so many miracles erupt. But Bill has told me that the greatest revelation he has ever been given for miracles, for you to fulfill your destiny, he's ready to reveal right now, and I promise you, if you grab hold of this, it'll be the most important revelation for all the promises of God in your life. Are you ready to grab hold? Yes! <laughs> well, actually, this revelation is so simple I can say it in three words, but it's not an intellectual thing. It's a supernatural revelation. And if you just get it in your head, that'll be good, but not good enough to activate the promises of God, not good enough to fulfill your destiny. So, Bill, we're on the edge of our seat. What's the revelation? God is good. Have you ever heard that before? <laughs> God is good. Why is this such an important revelation to you? I mean, you spent over two decades known for someone that moves in the miraculous. I mean, the miracles that happen is, uh, I mean, it, it, it's phenomenal. I mean, it's normal according to the Bible, but it's phenomenal <laughs> according to most people. Yeah. What you know about God changes who you are. It defines your purpose, it defines your destiny, it shapes how you live, it shapes how you think, most of all. Everything comes from your perspective on life. And the way you view God changes everything that you see about life itself on planet Earth, what God's assignment for our life is. When we see He is good, all revelation comes as an invitation for encounter. None of it is given to us just to make us smarter, just to increase our intellectual capacity. All of it is an invitation to encounter God in that area. So he says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Taste is an experience, see is perception. You'll perceive more clearly what you can experience. And the Lord is inviting us to see and to taste and to perceive his goodness on a whole different level. You actually, I mean, this is a strong statement. You call it the cornerstone of all theology. 
Yeah. Why would you yeah, say that? It is. Well, it's everything comes from the goodness of God. Everything about him. He is as good as he is holy. His love, of course, he is love. Uh, but that goodness of God, I, th I think, is the root system that everything comes from. And when you see that, when that becomes settled in my heart, then there are things that I used to question that would happen that I no longer question because I see everything is defined by his goodness. It's not uh, his goodness isn't defined by circumstances. It's the other way around. And uh, just seeing that uh, brings a rest to my heart so that I can trust him in all situations. The enemy's whole thing is to want to get me to become introspective. He wants me to be wrapped up in evaluating how I'm doing. And especially for those who have a great passion to know God, to live like Jesus, be like Jesus, it's an easy trap to fall into. Because when I look inward, I'm not looking where faith will increase. I actually look where faith will diminish because I become more self-reliant than I am God-reliant. And so the Lord uh, longs for us to turn our attention towards him. It's not that the issues of life uh, that he's dealing with aren't important. They are, but he is dealing with them, not us. He's dealing with us. And as we look to him, we come into a place of rest. And uh, faith comes out of rest, not striving. It's not the result of works. It's the result of surrender. And when that is our approach to our relationship with God, faith is much more normal and natural. Now, now you said something a little earlier. You said that God is good in your heart is settled. Yes. But we have many people that are questioning a lot of things. Yeah. How, can, how, can, how can we get where you are and where I am? And why, in fact, even more important, why is it so important to get there? Well, it's vital because it changes who you are. It changes, it changes your perception on life. And if I, if I mistake God's nature, I will mistake how I live. It's, uh, it's the whole uh, statement that's made. If you, whatever you mis misdiagnose, you will mistreat. And so you'll hmm. always try to answer questions that people aren't asking. You'll always try to, uh, to solve problems that really God is not working on or he is taking a different approach on. And so we become, we become people who work extremely hard, but very, very ineffective because everything comes out of the goodness of God. It's a vital, it's a vital thing to perceive because it changes, it changes how we view even things we don't understand. It changes mystery. It changes loss. It changes the questions that we have. I have more questions than I've ever had. It's not that, it's not that my, you know, knowledge increases where I've got all these answers. It's just I have the answers I need. And the answer I need is that he is 100% always good. And he is a perfect father. Jesus came to reveal him as father. The greatest revelation that Jesus brought to us is really unveiled to us constantly in the Gospel of John is that Jesus is a father and he's a perfect father. He came to a planet of orphans to reveal the father as father. And once that becomes settled, then, then I may not know the answer to this problem or this challenge, but I know I'm approaching God who is good, who has already worked on my behalf to bring out a right solution. Uh, you know what, Bill? If you knew the answer to everything, that would make you God. Yeah. And uh, have you found out there's yeah. a whole lot we don't understand? That's what makes us human. Yeah, that's but right. But this word trust is such an important word. You were in Brazil speaking, and yes. you got a call no son ever wants to get. You have meetings, and miracles are going on. And you get a phone call. What were you informed? 
Um, I, I got a call that uh, my dad had had uh, what we thought was going to be a minor procedure. When they opened him up, they found that he had pancreatic cancer, which is one of the worst kinds of cancer mm. you, can, you can have. Uh, I was there with my, my really dear friend, Randy Clark, uh, joining him in, in Now, now you have two great miracle ministries, <laughs> and your own dad calls, yep. and he has yep. an impossible situation. Just out of curiosity, what went through your mind when he said that and to it's you? It's time for a miracle. It was time for a miracle. So I got released from Randy to fly home immediately. I caught the next flight out and uh, flew home. And then over the next several months, spent many, many times ministering to him, uh, praying for him, uh, away from him, you know, as well in, in prayer and just contending for that, for that breakthrough, for that miracle. But you didn't have a miracle. No, no. So your dad died. Mm -hmm. uh, what are your conclusions? <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't ask God why uh, on, on these things. I, I just know he didn't cause the disease. I know he's big enough to use any problem. So he can, he can turn any situation around for his glory. And uh, it's a win-win in this kind of a situation because my dad's a powerful man of God. He's a believer. He, uh, to go home with the Lord or to remain on with us to help us, uh, it's a win-win situation. So that part is settled. As far as... Uh, God, how, how about the part of God is good? God is, is, that, is that really settled with you when your dad yeah, dies, a yeah, horrible death? Yeah, it is. It was, it was, the Lord was really speaking to me about that then, but I, but I will admit... I have learned more about the goodness of God since my, that loss than all the years previous. Um, it was something he was already working on in me to show me, but it really exploded after that. When my dad died, we gathered around his bed. We, it was there in, in our home. We had our entire family, I forget now, 20 to 30 members uh, surrounded his bed. And we began to give God thanks. We began to honor him for his goodness. We began to give him praise because he is the one who heals the sick. He raises the dead. He does you know, all these things. And we, we just lifted up praise because I wanted, I, I know that in heaven, I'll never have a chance to give God an offering out of loss, out of pain, out of confusion. I'll never have that context in which to give him an offering in heaven. I only have a chance to give that to him now. And so as a family, we grabbed our moment. We made a covenant to walk in the anointing that my dad carried, which is primarily as a worshiper. And we made a covenant as a family to carry that mantle. And then we just offered up an offering. It was a sacrifice, but we offered the sacrifice of praise for his goodness. And it unlocked something for us. I'm going to tell you what it would do for me. What it would do for me, I would go after cancer, I would go after heart trouble, I would go after diabetes with a vengeance. Exactly, exactly. You, you either run away from it in reaction to your pain, to your loss, or you run after it. It's like, it's like David picking up the stones and running at Goliath. Cancer has been the Goliath in the church, and we've got to pick up the stones and run at the problem instead of avoiding it. I agree. Did you see an increase in the miraculous? Yes, yeah. It was, it was not immediately like the next week or two weeks because I, I believe there's, a, there's an important season of mourning. Mourning that's wrong takes you to unbelief. Mourning that's right brings you to a place of receiving comfort and healing. And, uh, and that's what we did. We just took a, a, a brief time to mourn until we felt the things were settled in our heart and, uh, and then began to pursue. And yes, uh, so, so we've been seeing that. You told me that your model 
is Jesus. Yes. What was what did you learn from your model about healing? Uh, not necessarily with your dad, but what did Jesus model about you know, healing? Just in general, he healed everyone who came to him, number one, and he healed everyone the Father sent him to. He did not heal everyone who was sick, who was alive, because we know he healed the one man at the pool of Bethesda, mm -hmm. and there were many others around the pool. You know, uh, Tragically, our theology today tends to be built around what didn't happen instead of what God did do. But um, Jesus uh, healed everyone who came to him, healed everyone that the Father directed him to. That's the only standard that I am willing to follow. I, so, so will you lower your standard any because of what happened? Well, I can't. I can't. I can't. You know, I may, I may do horrible at my assignment, but I can't change my assignment so that I feel good about myself. I have to accept the assignment God gave me is the standard that Jesus said. I have to embrace that. I can't lower the standard of Scripture to my level of experience. I've got to, I'm spending my lifetime trying to raise my level of experience to the standard of Scripture. How would you like me to turn Bill Johnson loose as payback time on what happened to his dad? Anyone interested? Be right back. I have Bill Johnson here with his brand new curriculum that he says is the most life-defining, most significant teaching he has ever been entrusted with to release to you. And it's three simple words. Uh, but you said what you do with these three simple words define your reality and determine your destiny. The curriculum is called God is Good, and it includes the brand new book, the study guide, the eight DVD sessions, and the leader's guide. And, and Bill, we were talking before we went on the air. It's so important to have this whole curriculum because the whole world is shouting the opposite of those three little words. Yeah, that's the truth. That's the truth. It's, it's just the Lord is, is opening something up to his people and to the people of this world about his own nature. What we see about him, how we view him, determines what we become, determines how we live. It determines what we do with our life. And seeing clearly the goodness of God changes everything about our countenance, our behavior, our vision, our purpose. All these things are dramatically impacted by our understanding and exposure to the goodness of God. This is a vital revelation for so many reasons. But God is, uh, has promised in the last days to unveil His goodness. Uh, in part, it will be a tremendous catalyst for the greatest harvest of souls the world has ever seen. It's the revelation of His goodness that is key. Now, you are known for having a tremendous anointing for physical healing. How does God's goodness enter into receiving healing? You know, when you see God's goodness and you see that he's already paid the price, for example, for healing, he's already, he's already ahead of time taking care of all of these situations, um, it sets you up to be able to believe God without striving. Uh, faith isn't driven by striving, it's driven by rest. And there's something about this lifestyle of living in the goodness of God that sets us up to experience everything that He has purchased for us, everything that He has established for us to enter into. It all comes from the goodness of God. What Bill is saying is there is such a confidence, I would say, a confidence level that accelerates when you get deep into your heart 
the revelation. And, and you know, although the three words, Bill, are very simple, God is good, yeah. it takes a revelation on those three words. And by the time you finish the book, and by the way, uh, the producers of the eight DVD sessions, Bill, that you did, they tell me it's the best you've ever done. I guess because your heart was so, uh, so motivated. Did God tell you to do this? I have to ask. <laughs> he did. I've written quite a few books and uh, done a number of curriculums, etc. And this is the only time I actually had the Lord speak to me and give me a direction. He said, you're to write a book on the goodness of God, on my goodness. And uh, I've always sought him for direction. I will bring a project before him and have him confirm it, have him show me what to do. But this time he actually interrupted me in a pastor's prayer meeting and told me you're to write a book on the goodness of God because I teach been teaching on it for quite a while. And, uh, and he just spoke it so clearly to me that uh, it's the first time I've had such clear direction for an assignment from the Lord of this nature, and uh, which is obviously very encouraging, but it's also, it's also a, a great responsibility. Now, tell me some feedback, maybe one specific thing from someone that says sat under your teaching, they couldn't have had read, gone through the curriculum because it's brand new, it's not even available in bookstores at this point. But uh, tell me one person that gave you feedback that you've taught this, God is good. Um, there are so many different stories. Uh, specifically, there are great stories of miracles of healing where people come into a place of rest. Uh, for example, they will uh, understand the goodness of God and there'll be a great miracle in the healing of their brain. We've had so many uh, different uh, stories of everything from schizophrenia to uh, 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 learning disorders to all these things really come from an understanding of the goodness of God. But to be honest with you, the stories that impress me the most are experiences uh, where I've watched people that have suffered great loss and I've watched them in a place of indescribable stability in the middle of disappointment. And the anchor for that season of their life has been the goodness of God. I've watched their countenance. I've watched their family. I've watched how they've handled the rest of their life, uh, regrouping, uh, setting up the, the sense of destiny and purpose. All that stuff has, has been so profoundly impacted by their understanding of the goodness of God that I honestly, I stand back just shocked, amazed at how, how healthy they are in the middle of disappointment. And that's the stuff that stands out to me the most. The miracles are, are, have become common, but the, the stability in trial is, uh, is to me the greatest testimony of people getting the fact that God is so good. But do you know what? It is a revelation. And the trust that you will have for the end times and whatever your theology, this is the last of the last days that we're living in right now. And I don't know, Bill, I don't know anything. I mean, they, they can store food, they can store money, <laughs> but how about storing trust in the fact that God is good? I want you to get this brand new curriculum, God is good which includes the book, the study guide, eight DVD sessions, and the leader's guide. And once you get this into your spirit, no one can take this revelation away from you. Bill Johnson reveals the cornerstone of all theology in his brand new teaching, 
God is good. No home should be without this life-changing new curriculum. It includes Bill's brand new book, God is Good, and it's not available in bookstores yet, a study guide, eight DVD sessions, and leader's guide, perfect for individual or group study, all for an investment of 59 U.S. dollars. To order, call 1-800-447-2697. That's 1-800-447-2697. Or go to our website at sidroth.org. That's S-I-D-R-O-T-H dot O-R-G. Be sure to ask for offer number 3042. Once again, the offer number is 3042. We now return to It's Supernatural. Now, this, this revelation, God is good. Bill, you said God is better than we think. <laughs> what did you mean by that? Well, you can't, you can't exaggerate God's goodness. It's impossible. If, if I could comprehend his goodness, I would be God, not him. He is far beyond everything we can possibly imagine. And so we have to, in our experience with his goodness, in that invitation to divine encounter, as that increases in our life, we have to adjust our thinking. That's really what repentance means. Repentance means to change the way you think. It's, right. it's the remorse over sin, obviously, but it has to affect how I perceive reality. And that's what the Lord is looking for. Is so, so what happens when, the, and you can't stop the devil from planting thoughts, uh, he plants a negative thought about God in your head. What goes on inside of you when that happens? Well, you, re you replace it with truth. I, I don't give it much attention, to be honest with you. I, I don't want to flatter the enemy with success, him feeling successful in anything. So I, I, really, I really work hard to, to, to give him as little attention as possible and just to feed myself with truth. I may prophesy, I may declare something true, I may declare a scripture that contradicts what the enemy said. Oftentimes I'll just sing a song of praise, I'll sing, uh, sing spontaneously to the Lord in the very area that the enemy questions. If it's an area about uh, you know, not having enough uh, for this next month or something, I praise God for His abundance. And that's just what I, that's just what I do is I, I go against what, what the enemy has done and do it with truth. Truth brings life. Why is there such a conflict over this term, the goodness of God? Because it's key to the last day's harvest. If the, if the enemy can mess us up on our view of God, then he has injured our capacity to represent the goodness of a perfect father. Can you prove that in scripture that it has to do with the end time revival? Yeah, absolutely. Hosea 3.5 says in the last days that people will fear God because of his goodness. I like that. How yeah. about you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah Psalm, Psalm 67 is actually my most favorite passage on this area because it ends with nations coming to Christ. And it's through the process of the goodness of God being revealed upon his people. I think it must be the devil that tries to rob us of our destiny by challenging the goodness of God. If we, if we question his goodness, we'll question his promise. If we question his promise, we've undermined our own destiny. It's just coming to our senses that God is good. Yeah, faith, real faith doesn't deny the existence of a problem. It just denies that problem a place of influence. 
It's not living in denial. It's not living as the ostrich, ignoring all the difficulties that are going on. It's just seeing them through the eyes of hope, seeing them through the intentions and purposes of a perfect father. When you taste of his goodness and you see that it is absolutely 100% constant, then everything becomes redefined by that goodness. Okay, you told me <laughs> that Jesus is your model. Yes. Jesus is my model. Yes. Jesus is your model. Would you, I, I heard people with neck and back problems, it's like uh, chiropractors are going to get so jealous of you, you're going to be healed right now in Jesus' name. Bill, would you yeah. pray? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I, I have this sense there's arthritic conditions specifically in the neck that have been really crippling. Uh, there's a lot of pain that shoots up into the head as a result of this, and the Lord is bringing healing. I believe He's doing a creative miracle in restoring damaged vertebrae in the neck from the base of the skull all the way to the top of the back, the upper portion of the back. The Lord is also healing uh, deafness, and there's specifically somebody that's completely deaf in the right ear. Uh, we've seen the Lord heal people with severed uh, uh, a nerve to the ear where there's no possibility of ever hearing again because of that. And I've got this sense that today the Lord was going to restore that once again. Um, we talked earlier about uh, pancreatic cancer and the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Whenever you talk about a miracle that God has done, he's actually prophesying and declaring to us he is present and he is ready to do the miracle again. And I just sense that you bringing that up today is, is underscoring the fact that God wants to set people completely, totally, 100% free from now on and forever from pancreatic cancer. So I declare the release, the deliverance of that spirit of infirmity on the body right now in the name of Jesus. There's somebody who has a serious issue with the kidneys and I think specifically the right kidney. There is uh, ongoing pain. I think there's infection, that sort of thing, but I think there's a, a, a deeper problem with disease in that kidney. I believe the Lord is restoring that. He does creative miracles. He makes all things new. And that comes right out of his heart, right out of his goodness. So I declare that over you in Jesus' name. I believe that there are learning disorders, dyslexia, other uh, issues of the brain that God is healing. There's somebody that has some sort of an infection and some sort of an issue with a blood vessel um, I, I forget what it's called, forgive me, but there's something to do with the brain that has caused very serious, serious problems for you. But we see Jesus heal this uh, regularly, and I, I believe that he's doing that right now. He's, de he's uh, declaring healing um, over uh, dyslexia, over learning disorders, trauma to the brain. There are people who have, have lost use of limbs because of a blow to the head. Uh, some, uh, the ability to concentrate, to think clearly, to work with math or geography, all those things have, uh, have disappeared, disappeared from your life because of a head trauma. And Jesus himself is restoring that part of your brain. We just, we just break that assignment of the enemy to allow trauma to continuously afflict, afflict you with loss. And I declare in Jesus' name, trauma leaves now and Jesus himself restores what was stolen. He is the God who restores, and He doesn't just restore back to what it was. He restores always to a place greater than before. I just declare that healing word. I believe He's healing uh, food allergies, uh, 
uh, very serious food allergies. We, we've seen people just literally stand in proxy to uh, representing their child who, who couldn't eat uh, wheat or drink milk and, and immediately after the meeting go home and have pizza and watch the Lord has completely healed the child. I, I feel like the Lord is just healing some of those uh, issues of the digestive system. The Lord says food was created for us to enjoy and to offer thanks for. And so when we get robbed of not being able to eat what he's provided for us, it's, it's the work of the enemy. It's not God. It's not just, well, that's just life. It's not life. It's death. And it's not a part of God's destiny for you. I believe the Lord is releasing a healing throughout the colon, um, uh, the entire intestinal area, colitis, uh, Crohn's disease. We see that uh, just lift off of people. So we just declare once again in Jesus' name, Jesus is the one who heals and delivers people from Crohn's disease, colitis, all these afflictions of the intestinal uh, system, digestive system. We declare that in the mighty, mighty name of Jesus. There's somebody who has an infection uh, in behind the right eye and the Lord is, uh, is restoring that sight to you. I believe in that case, it's going to begin gradually. As soon as you notice the progress, give thanks. Don't wait for the full manifestation because whatever we give thanks for increases. The loaves and fishes multiplied after Jesus gave thanks. And I believe there's some of you that are going to see the beginning of a miracle. Give thanks then because that's the atmosphere in which things increase in the kingdom. And Bill and I agree for a hundred percent trust that, say it with me, God is good. <laughs> Bill Johnson, pastor of Bethel Church, has trained tens of thousands to take the supernatural of God out from the walls of the church into the streets, schools, workplace, and neighborhoods. God has given him a simple but powerful key to understand and truly know God. It has become the cornerstone of his theology that produces clarity of God's destiny and makes healing signs and wonders commonplace in your life. Now he wants to impart to you this life-changing teaching. Call now and get Bill Johnson's life-changing brand new course, God is Good, which includes his hard-covered book, interactive manual, and eight sessions on two DVDs, plus a leader's guide. Yours for a donation of $59. Shipping and handling is included. This discounted price is only available to our It's Supernatural audience. Ask for offer number 3042. What you do with these three words, God is good, will define your reality and determine your destiny. I've written quite a few books and uh, done a number of curriculums, etc. And this is the only time I actually had the Lord speak to me and give me a direction. He said, you're to write a book on the goodness of God, on my goodness. Through revelatory insights and powerful supernatural testimonies, this life-changing course will show you how to clearly discern the difference between the will of God and the enemy's plans, confidently and effectively pray for your breakthrough, believe for miracles, and have faith for God to do the impossible, no matter what comes against you. Discover heaven's perspective on tragedy, loss, pain, disasters, sickness, and other problems you're facing. Partner with God to release the supernatural of God in your life and the world around you. This 192-page interactive manual includes Pastor Bill Johnson's own notes, includes synchronized daily readings from his book and daily scripture selections, includes questions that help you apply each lesson and help you activate the reality of God's goodness in your everyday life. Partnering with God will release supernatural 
solutions. Plus, you get this easy-to-use leader's guide, which allows you to share this teaching with your church, home Bible study, or to your family and friends. The goodness of God changes everything about our countenance, our behavior, our vision, our purpose. All these things are dramatically impacted by our understanding and exposure to the goodness of God. This is a vital revelation for so many reasons, but God has promised in the last days to unveil His goodness, a tremendous catalyst for the greatest harvest of souls the world has ever seen. It's the revelation of His goodness that is key. I want you to get this brand new curriculum, God is Good, which includes the book, the study guide, eight DVD sessions, and the leader's guide. And once you get this into your spirit, no one can take this revelation away from you. Don't miss out on getting Bill Johnson's life-changing brand new course, God is Good, which includes his hard-covered book, interactive manual, and eight sessions on two DVDs, plus a leader's guide. Yours for a donation of $59. Shipping and handling is included. This discounted price is only available for our It's Supernatural audience. Ask for offer number 3042. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 3 Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 3042 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural, R.W. Shamrock witnessed a miracle beyond almost, was beyond anything I've even read in the Bible. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to have R.W describe what this miracle he saw with his very eyes. Unbelievable, but it catapulted his faith every time he shares it. Miracles erupt. Are you ready for a miracle? Your gifts to this ministry will help Sid air It's Supernatural in Israel 28 times a week and distribute his evangelistic book to the Jewish people worldwide. 